Welcome back to the Bit by Bit podcast. This is episode 52. Today, we're doing a metagame episode. We're talking about finishing video games. When was the last time that you finished a video game? Do you remember? Can you, can you even think back to when that was? Because according to statistics and recent studies, 9 out of 10 gamers don't finish the games that they're playing. Stick around and just think about that as we go through. Can you remember the last time you actually finished a game and really, truly enjoyed it? Here we go. So yeah, welcome back to another episode of the Bit by Bit Podcast. My name is Blake Walker. Joining me as always is Brian Phillips. Our new full-time host, Joey Trowbridge. Oh yeah, bud. Oh yeah, bud. And regular returning guest, Matthew Alltop. Hey, am I a regular returning guest? <laughs> you are now. now. You're a you're now. Did you know that? Did oh, you know nice, that you're yeah. RSS admin? <laughs> we frequently oh, refer to you as We frequently such. thank you for all your hard oh, work man. on the show. <laughs> all your hard work. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's nice to be I've recognized. I've been sitting poolside, <laughs> sipping cocktails this whole time. But, you know. <laughs> Waiting to ban someone from the server. You're like those guys <laughs> yeah, in the last world who are just drunk on the roof overlooking the entire park. You're like, whatever, just jump in the pool. It's fine. <laughs> I have I have been wanting to abuse my power as lead moderator for quite some time now. It just hasn't. I just have not had a good opportunity to do so. Just bide I've your been, time. Yep. Bide your time. Yeah, it's I've been very burn. vigilant about it too. I've been like, I've been like going in the past, like in the lounge, like looking at days past, see what people have said, looking for something to ban someone for. Ready, ready to bring down that hammer. All right. So this week. We decided we're going to talk about uh, our end games, our favorite end games, and uh, what we mean by that is not necessarily a game that has end game content, but games that we've played through, we finished, kind of had our time with. So we're just going to be discussing uh, certain games, whether we liked them, whether we didn't, and uh, I'm yeah. so glad you broadened that because does that, that change gives your list? Me so much more to talk about now. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I wasn't clear about this before, right at this moment. My bad. No, it's fine. It makes so much more sense now. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of what we're doing. Um, anybody want to kind of kick us off here? Get us talking about something. I just finished Mafia Two for the first time. If that counts. Yeah. How's that? How's the Mafia series? Um, it has me thinking. I'm definitely going to play three. Okay. Um, I thought you'd already played like, three a little bit. Well, so that's that's what uh, I got Mafia Three as part of a humble bundle. Uh, it's been a couple months oh, ago yeah. now, and uh, I started dabbling a little bit. And <laughs> just a dabble, do you? Yeah, a little dabble, <laughs> a and dabble, then uh, I realized that Mafia Two. I realized it wasn't a continuing series, but every game kind of was a different time frame. And then Mafia Two just seemed a little more up my alley. With uh, kind of you know the 1930s 40s gangster era, so it was on sale through Steam, and I bought that and actually was like pretty interested in it. Um, and then I appreciated 
in a day and age where it seems like there's just hours and hours of side questing and, you know, just a constant core loop. It was pretty tried and true, like straight to the end, the story. It's just, it was a good story to follow. And it's actually probably the first game in several years that I've actually played all the way through. So it was nice. Doesn't, nice. Story. doesn't happen. That doesn't happen that often anymore. No, I think, well, for probably any of us. Like well, that was going to be my comment. I told you earlier. I was trying to come up with a list of games that I have finished, and it made me realize that, like, <laughs> what do they say nowadays? Only like one third of all gamers actually finish games. Seriously, just, I didn't like, even know that was a statistic. It, yeah. it sounds right though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like don't yeah, don't Google it. those numbers, but like I've heard that so <laughs> don't don't fact check it. Yeah. Just, no just roll with it. Yeah, I, I mean I I never finished Far Cry five. I like hundred percented it and got every like all the areas I, I had hundred percent completion on, but I just never went and did like the last boss. I just did all the side missions and everything. Because I spoiled the ending for myself and I was like, Well that sucks. Uh. And the ending just sounded bad, so I just didn't even want to see it. <laughs> like I just instead wanted, of facing yeah, the disappointment, I had a few, uh, I had a few like really good days of playing that game, and just wasting a ton of time and liberating outposts and things like that. And I just didn't want to spoil the memory, so <laughs> like I did with Mass Solid. Effect Three. Like as soon as I beat Mass Effect Three, it just ruined the whole series. I'm pretty sure every time you guys have me on this podcast, I complain about the Mass Effect 3 ending. <laughs> that might so, be if it, true. Oh, if it makes you feel any better, uh, Andromeda literally got the series canned. So. Yep, yeah, exactly. It, it wasn't yep. very good. I, they uh, canceled all the post-launch support for it and moved the whole team to... Work on something else. Bangalore. <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. Bangalore. <laughs> <laughs> you, all, you all know too much. Oh, oh my god. You go away for we're, a while. We're providing you a nice window seat to just go off nowhere. <laughs> go lay low. Now, I, I, uh, I did the same thing with Oblivion. I, I went to all the side quests and was finally at the very end like, I'm going to go do the main storyline. And I got there, and all the enemies had 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 raised with my level. Oh god! And the the NPCs had not. Oh man! <laughs> it was Oblivion. I, I think was one of the first games I ever like. I think it was quote unquote like ninety nine percent finished because uh, I had apparently before I gave a care killed somebody who was like a quest holder later <laughs> on in the game. Whoops. <laughs> awesome like looks like we're not doing that and oh, i spent Scrolls. i think that was mm -hmm. the first game i ever spent over 100 hours in oh yeah i believe it i remember that would uh be the case for me too yeah i remember in morrowind like if you killed um you could actually kill like the story characters and ruin the whole game oh whoops and yeah like <laughs> if you did it they weren't they weren't coming back so a lot of the time i would just I, I did like because when I first when you when you first like get immersed in a world like that you don't care you just want to right. kill stuff and see see what you can do. Um, I finally beat it, but usually I just like use the character for what they were good mm -hmm. for and then kill them after. Because <laughs> my <laughs> because my bloodlust needed to be satiated. <laughs> Hope you're not important later. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guy. <laughs> There's a lot to be said for how they structure those games, like the freedoms they give you. Oh, and they've been doing it since like day one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And they still fit on one disc. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. Oh, I think it, yeah, it was it was Oblivion, where there was, uh, well, one every time that somebody would chase after me like a bandit or something, and I couldn't defeat them, I would just lead them into a town, and you know they're, the they the guards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I would just I would just perch up and be like, ha because <laughs> they would get it would knock somebody down, and it would say the character's name is asleep or whatever yeah. is un- unconscious, <laughs> and then they would hop back up and then keep on attacking him. <laughs> and then there was uh, you there, the stop, <laughs> stop you, you criminal scum. For- you are under For arrest the, in the crimes. name of Cyrodiel or whatever the That's hell it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. And then there was uh, the 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 town of Skingrad. 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 Skingrad and Skyrim. I don't know. <laughs> sure it's Cut that out. I can't even. Skin I can't even bread. remember. It sounds real phallic, Brian. <laughs> no, I love it. it does. I love it. <laughs> I don't. I don't even remember the name of the place. It Sovereign was. Guard. I it don't was know. called Skingrad. You were yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> You're on it. That whole that whole town turned into a into a wasteland because there were some like assassins guild things or something that happened in there, and so I just took it way past where it should have and killed everyone. You just get up on uh, just get up on the rooftops and like snipe all the guards, <laughs> and then and then crouch because <laughs> nobody can see you. Yeah, where did he go? <laughs> I can't see. I swear, it was just here. It's just here. (laughs) The arrows are sticking directly out of the top of this guy's head. (laughs) But I'm still looking within my line of sight. I must have been dreaming things. (laughs) I'm hearing things. That was like my favorite thing from like uh, Splinter Cell. Like you'd shoot out a light bulb like right like six inches from a guy's face. And he'd be like. I must be hearing things. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking pieces of glass stuck in his face. What was it? I think Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation was real good about that. Like, they'd see you, like, big exclamation point. They'd walk over and be like, (laughs) sneaking around under a box somehow that you just happen to have all the time. You just, (laughs) surprise. Bloop. You see in Metal Gear Solid 5, you can get, like, the cardboard cut out of the bottle the tape yes. on the top of it oh. so you can like stand up and the guards will be like ooh, ooh, ooh. should like walk you? over to you and you're like <laughs> I love that there's there. there's just the they they keep that like cartoonish just just dumb stuff in that game it's yeah it's so serious on the surface but then there's the sound effects and everything else yeah <laughs> you can it, shoot your arm off like a rocket that just flies through the air <laughs> you can knock people out with it it's kind of like got all that absurdity of like a japanese reality tv show but it's yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. a super serious military style game that was another game i spent a lot of time with but never finished or like even bothered coming close to the end of Metal Gear Solid oh, 5. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, was for sure. free on uh, the Xbox Marketplace this week. I picked it up. I may I may play it after I finish The Witcher 3. Did you say 3? No, 5. Metal Gear Solid 5. Oh, five. Is, this oh 5 is free. Oh, yeah. I need Shoot. to get on there and yeah. download that. It's so good. It's an excellent game. Like, It's on my list. It's, right. it's real, real good. I'm going to finish downloading it then. Um... I've been so I've been replaying The Witcher 3 and this has been a pretty common topic amongst us but 
yeah, like I've put a month into it and I'm not through the first act yet. So holy cow, kudos the game's to so Witcher good. Three. <laughs> kudos to CD Projekt Red no, for just being kidding. like the best game developer in the entire market. I feel like oh like, yeah, all their uh, post launch is like solid. It's reasonably priced for the amount of content you get, and a lot what, of the it's just free. What was it? Yeah. The, the the first DLC and in fact check me on this. Actually, I'll fact check myself while I'm talking about it. But I think the first DLC was like the size of The Witcher Two. Yeah, so, that's awesome. So yeah, oh, you're man. right. I'm so excited. Oh man, that's another. I've purchased that game now three times. And yep. <laughs> never have come close to beating it, but like always enjoy my time with it. I'm on the final mission on the Xbox, but I haven't played my Xbox in like eight months now. So mm-hmm. I bought it again on PC <laughs> and I've been trying to play it over again just because the graphics are like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, oh, do, sure, you, yeah. do yourself a favor and get into Gwent while you're playing no, it. Oh, I can't. What? Do it, no, do it. that's I, the best part. I totally nah, I passed like it over. I totally passed over the first time I played through it. I was like, forget this stupid card game. I'm not investing oh, any time in this. And dude. I I honestly have been like enjoying that more than anything. I've been like that getting the- up in the morning before work and just hunting around for people to play Gwent with before dude, I leave. That's what I did <laughs> the last time I spent serious time with that game. I was chasing like town to town trying to find the next Gwent player. I get, Why like, don't you really, guys just play Gwent? The it's game not Gwent. A, they, they totally rebalanced it. And I don't know. I haven't played it yet, so I don't want to pass judgment on it. But it is... Um, they changed it up. And I don't know that I would enjoy it as much outside of that universe. You know? Like, I don't know if it's I'd enjoy like it. It being a part of The yeah. Witcher 3. Like, add some depth to it. Yeah, exactly. I, I think the integration of the game is, is really nice. Plus, you kind of like get to the point where your deck is just, you can just basically steamroll anyone. Like, if you get the right card combinations. So, yeah. That's interesting. Maybe I'll uh, do that on this playthrough since oh, I'm dude, it's pretty, so worth it. I'm it not takes, very far into my new one. It takes a little bit to get into it. Like, it took me. Um, the hardest part about it, honestly, is like getting your deck built up. But after you've got like a decent deck going, it's it's really nice. So I have one I want to talk about. Okay. First of all, standard disclaimer: Halo is my all-time favorite franchise, and it is going to be excluded from this list completely. Wow. Um, I thought you would have jumped at any chance to talk about Halo. No, because we know where that leads. We don't have the time. <laughs> we don't have the time, Brian. You want a four-hour podcast on Halo? Yeah. <laughs> it's coming, but it's not this one. Right. So I'm going to talk about other games and series that I've finished. I have a whole list here. So I'm just going to go, like, just do one, and then I'm going to let you guys talk. I don't want to just sit here and drone on. but Yeah, we'll my, bounce around. My first one is Horizon Zero Dawn. Because mm. right underneath Halo is this game, like, as my all-time favorite game, probably. Um, it was just fantastic from start to finish. I have n- zero complaints about the game. The gameplay is incredible. The story is original. The visuals are, like, crazy for being on a standard PlayStation 4. Like, I can't believe how good the game looks. Um I just love, like, the prehistoric robotic creatures, like, that whole idea. Like, super original. Really, really cool. Um, Like, the humans reverting to tribal culture and stuff. 
Oh, that's kind of a spoiler. So I'm gonna put. I'm just gonna do a spoilery. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing spoilers for wow. Horizon. Thanks, Blake. What you get? Are you gonna play it? I don't have a PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> so this has it has like a great twist because you kind of don't know what's happening in this game. Like, is it a different world? Is it even on Earth? Like, what is this place? And then you find out that it is on Earth, and it's like after it was Earth all along. Oh, it's like after this mass <laughs> extinction event took place and like all the top scientists got together and created like this AI program that was going to like repopulate the earth like after everybody died. But then it goes wrong and like the this virus spreads that creates all these creatures like it all always, the creatures actually were intended wrong. to have. The work, like <laughs> the work of desperate scientists always goes wrong. You're that, right. That always You're goes right. wrong. <laughs> and that's that's pretty much it's uh, pretty much what happened. I mean, they built these prehistoric type creatures to all fill a specific role. It's like they took the prehistoric ecosystem and then used it as a model to build the robots so that they would like make the earth livable again. So they're mm -hmm. almost like, you know, these specific robots eat grass, but then they also, you know, replant seeds as they move along and it like that's what makes the grass come back and it's like it's wow. really, really cool, and it's all about, like, yeah, just how humans are reverted back to tribal culture and how we're using the technology we find that's actually super advanced, but they're repurposing it for, like, their own tribal needs and stuff. It's crazy. It's really, really cool. So I have mm. nothing but good good things. And I 100%ed it. I got a platinum in that Ooh. game. It's the only game I'll ever platinum on PlayStation, I'm sure, but... It for was, good things uh, but naturally being good. not a playstation owner i never got to play that sadly so good man if you ever get the chance definitely do it <laughs> definitely do it and that's all i got for that's that one so. sorry i was gonna respond but i was eating skittles <laughs> oh we saw <laughs> oh. so what is it that made you stay connected to that game was it the story specifically the story's a big part of it because uh good clean narrative as always but good clean clean narrative. <laughs> um, but beyond that it was just the originality of it but it's also uh i find myself becoming more of um, an adventure gamer more so than any other genre lately okay. like Okay. I love um, like The Last of Us, like Tomb Raider, um, not Uncharted because I'm in the minority that doesn't like the Uncharted games. Well, and you're wrong, but okay. no, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're okay. They're they're okay. I just I'm not a huge fan, like everyone else is. Um, I don't know. I used to be an FPS gamer, and now I find myself like in these in these worlds. You know, like Witcher, I think is a kind of a good in between where it's it's straight up an RPG, but it's got a lot of like um, adventure elements in it that I really enjoy. Right. Um, I think like I think myself personally, I think I think there's like FPS fatigue going on. Oh yeah, right now. Oh, oh, there's gotta be. There's like the span of time there. Where it seemed like almost every AAA game that came out was an FPS game, or some modern, some, like a modern military shooter. Yeah, and I would say <laughs> yeah. yeah, even like stuff like Gears of War kind of contributed to that as well. It was a different, mm -hmm. different mix, but it was still you know kind of a similar thing. 
I would but, agree yeah. fully. But yeah, sometimes, I think you're absolutely right. Sometimes you just want to look at pretty stuff and get some collectibles right. and, and have a good mm -hmm. story. I don't know. It's hard for me even today now to like want to pick up an FPS. It's like I have yeah. a lot of fun when we're all like, you know, in Wildlands or something. But it's like, you know, I have zero interest in like the newest Call of Duty. I got burnt pretty bad at least i felt burnt on the last battlefield so like no interest in playing that game and you know i just yeah yeah they're just pumping can, these things out like sports games now and it's like i'm um, just nope not interested we kind of talked about this last time i'd rather play a hundred firewatch type stories than get yeah, yeah, yeah. than get 500 hours out of one you know pump them out game like mm -hmm. and just i'm over it I agree, and I, I totally agree with you on being burnt by Battlefield 1. Yeah. Felt like it was far too accessible and watered down compared to what I wanted. And uh, Battlefield 5 reveal was yesterday, and I think they're turning this around. They I better. But like, I, I also, am excited again. I felt burnt on the game in general as the game. Where I felt even more burned was as what EA probably calls the suckers. I bought <laughs> I bought the game and the season pass boardroom and wring their hands yeah I bought the game and the season pass and they were not rolling out the content like they said they were going to I paid 110 110 or 120 bucks for that game in its entirety and before they even rolled out the DLC for that game they were offering a $60 version that included the DLC yeah, uh, I was like, that was all the premium content. Effing yeah. kidding me. And that's another reason, like, I mean, partially, that's a partial extra reason why pre orders are. That's just. Oh, just yeah. don't pre order. Don't pre order. Don't pre -order. No. <laughs> yeah, don't pre order. Yeah, don't that's. Don't pre order. Nope. Can I tell you this, Joey? Can I tell you a secret? Yeah, tell me. It's not a secret, it's announced, but uh, Battlefield 5 has no premium pass and all the DLC is free after launch. Well, probably because if you check like a history of Reddit posts, there were a million people like me like ready to burn EA to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I Had legitimately felt, and they didn't do anything to like offset that or, you know, give a kickback to the people that did buy into the season pass. They are just like, ah, sorry. Sucks like, to suck. Yeah, and I was just like, you gotta be effing kidding me. So there was like 50 or 60 bucks just wasted. And so, what's up? No, you're gonna keep going. No, I'm in rant. I want to. I want to ask you guys a question. It's totally. It's it's a little off topic from what we're what we're going on here, but it's something that's been bothering me. Um, gosh, who was it? EA, maybe. So, who was it that said single player games are dead? Whoa. I think that's actually kind of an industry wide belief at so? this point yeah well, i think i've heard call I've of duty is not even going to have a single player is the rumor right yeah that's uh, so, confirmed oh it is confirmed at it's this confirmed point? now mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's yeah. a bold move <laughs> yeah you know so, what forget that crap like single player games are still great i still right. i still want that like i don't i i i hate people i don't want to be <laughs> dealing with everybody all the time Sometimes I just want to lay on my couch and get immersed in a story and do my own oh, thing. Oh, no doubt. Dude, that's me to... with Hellblade, like, the past couple days. Like, you know, today's my Monday, so Tuesday, Wednesday off. I bought Hellblade on sale, 
and like I've been giving it a whirl, and now granted, I can still only, on sale. Uh, it might be. I don't know. I can only play it like 20, 30 minutes at a time because it kind of messes with me. But that, yeah. you know, like be getting Steam messages like, hey, you want to play a game? Like, let's play this, let's play this. It's like, uh, kind of what Matt's saying. Like, I don't really feel like dealing with people right now. Like, I'm kind of into this thing I'm doing on my own and getting a quality story out of it. Uh, yeah. Whoever said single player games are dead is a punk and He's dead wrong my dad will beat up their dad so my dad will beat up their dad <laughs> <laughs> oh man they're not going that's... anywhere i think that's what we really need to take away from it as i feel like there's going to be this hard line drawn in the sand where you know there's going to be a bunch of people in the industry that shift away and do like the destiny style thing or the division style thing where it's just mm-hmm. it's a single player experience with other people it's right. just it's yeah. like a co-op open world game Which versus like bad. cd project red cyberpunk 2077 is oh, gonna man. be like a purely single player game you I'm know so excited yeah. for that oh yeah that might be like my most look forward to game well besides halo 6 but this is this is <laughs> wow. a, this is uh kind of related but Mm-hmm. One thing that has bothered me quite a bit is that it does seem like there has been um, a pretty huge decrease in the number of like couch co-op games that are available. And yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Right now, Unless we're kind of we're kind of going through like the uh, the board game revival, and I think a lot of that is is because That's you know true. when you have a board game or something, you have that experience where you actually have to go through the trouble of getting, you know, four or five people together and sit them all down at a mm-hmm. table and you have that, that human interaction right. and couch co-op games are, are the same way. In my opinion, like I had a great time playing castle crashers or something, you know, couch co-op, but you don't see a lot yeah. of stuff like that. It seems like a lot of the indie studios are the ones that are pumping out more and more of that stuff now. Right. That's one of Jenna's favorites. Actually, it was castle crashers. Oh, it's so but much fun. That's where that's, that's where the switch swoops in and saves game. humanity. Yes, Pretty exactly. Much. I think, I, I I think that's say, why I'm so excited uh, about the Switch. Like the new Mario Kart and Bomberman, like I hadn't played a Switch yet, and I went over to somebody's house who had one, and it was like for the first time in years, it really was like being a kid again. It's like, oh, can we play it? So there's like five or six of us in this room, and we're all taking turns and just having a blast. And it was some of the funnest gaming I've done in years because like – there's like five or six grown adults like sitting here trading off Nintendo controllers. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm oh, into dude. it. <laughs> it's great. Like Paige and I the other day, we were playing this game on there called Snipper Clips. I don't know yeah. if you've yeah. seen this or heard of this. But uh, you can just use like one of the Joy-Cons, whatever, to play. Mm-hmm. So much fun. We just had a blast. It was it was the demo even. It was like four or five levels of it. But it was just like, this is great. Like I don't have experiences like this anymore, you know. And mm-hmm. it is a real bummer. You're right. Like that mm-hmm. that needs to that needs to return. But I don't know if it's, we'll see it. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's that desire for. I think in 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 you know growing into PC gaming, that uh, co-op I mean is just so easily you can so easily just pass it off to online play. Right. Yeah. You know. That's, I think that's <clears throat> that's part of the reason why there are a lot of times where I'm like, oh man, Wolfenstein, you know, I start the start playing The Witcher, and then I see that you know 
Cody and Joey and whoever else are online. I'm like, oh, I'll play some DVD. Just just a couple rounds. It'll be fine. Right. <laughs> right. That's true. But I think uh, another big part of that is like the amount of resources it takes now versus in the past on some franchises to actually make that kind of stuff happen. You know, mm, like, yeah, to have it just be a single single player instead of multiplayer. Right. Like I'm, I'm going to use Halo as an example, like Halo one. It was as simple as dropping another avatar of Master Chief on the map and then mm-hmm. setting up the code to make the screen, whatever, you know, split. And then that was that. But then you go into like you get into like Battlefield three. It's like, well, they can't just throw another person into the map of the campaign and play co-op. They had to create a whole nother co-op experience and then by the time we got to battlefield one there's no more co-op because it just it takes so much you know just dedicated time and resources from the development team to enable those types of experiences which to turn it over again battlefield five is actually going to have co-op but they figured out a way to do it where it's like one big map with modular objectives so it doesn't take as many resources to develop they can just flip and flop different objectives and and keep the experience fresh you know i don't know so there's ways to do it well then you've got games like uh about figuring it out i think it's something that has to be planned from the beginning in a way and and it's just coming from me and like a like i guess a, a web more of a web application development standpoint is there's that concept of like mobile first for me but i think that like in the game industry it should be like a like a co-op first kind of mindset that they would have to start adopting to actually like get that rolling yeah. from the get go. Well, and then you've but got it's also games a like well, we're a uh, sorry man, go ahead. No, you're good. Go. Well, I was gonna. What was that game that just came out like not too long ago? That was it? Escape. Um, way out. A way out. A way yeah. out. That uh, the pr- that prison so game. So cool. And like they just straight offer you a game code for a friend. So it's yeah, like that's awesome. It is one hundred percent co-op, like non-negotiable. But we know, like, not everybody's gonna buy it. So you buy a copy of our game. Here's a code, so mm-hmm. you can play with a friend. And well, yeah. you bought it, and that's the experience they want, right? So like, they have to deliver on that. That I would love to give that game a try and see which one of my friends could piss me off the most. <laughs> <laughs> it's got solid reviews. It's really cool. It's it's one of the most unique uh, games I've seen in a while. And it was created by a, an indie dev. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I think that, right. that we are in the acquired. age of like the indie developer, though. I mean, that's the, true. The triple A games are still rolling out. They are what they are, but they always will be it like. And I think you were talking about, you know, like FPS fatigue. I think there's just like a sense of triple A fatigue and all these I'd indie with that. All these indie studios are like given back to the gamers. You know, these are like for the first time in a while, these are games by gamers for gamers and not like number wheels, like turning on a stock portfolio for, you know, EA or whoever it is. I just think I have a grudge with EA these days. And I don't, it's, just, yeah, it's, just, it's gotten to the point where it's like, yeah, we're getting really good quality, like triple A titles, but it's the same thing. It's the same loops. It's the same stuff, mm-hmm. like really well polished, but like, we're not going to offer you a ton, but here's a game that you could have a thousand hours into if you wanted to. It's like, no, sure. give me the five or six hour like experience. Like, give me something with a straight ending that makes me think about what I just experienced. And it's just fresh. I don't know. I'm, 
I'm really enjoying the smaller stuff these days. It's it's a time thing too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like I've I mean I've been playing The Witcher for like two months and I'm not even out of the first act. I've been doing every side quest mm -hmm. and like trying to do as much as I can. Um you know, actually like experience everything a game has to offer, but still, like it's a huge time sink. And when you have a, a smaller indie game, you know, that you can finish in, you know, 10, 15 hours or something and over a weekend, that's just a, a lot easier of a commitment to make. Right. Absolutely. And that's kind of the deal with Hellblade. Five, yeah. six hour campaign that's just solid, you know? Like like it's uh yeah. I, I want more stuff like that, just like Joey was saying. And but can yeah. I can I derail us back yeah. to the co-op discussion? Onto the rail. Yes. Back and back, can I re-rail us onto the discussion? Re us? Yeah. Um, because we kind of touched on this, but I wanted to talk about how much I hate games like The Division and Destiny. <laughs> okay. Just yeah. Can we just yeah. discuss this? Just let's let me set up your soapbox here. Yeah. Here right. we go. Here we go. In-game chats. Let me put my little <laughs> scarf on and my goggles, and we're heading down the hill. Here we go. So, let's start off with The Division. Let's start okay. off with The Division. This game, I hate this game, okay? Now, I'm not saying this is a bad game. I'm saying I personally hate this game. Okay. So, I feel like it was released at a time where these open world MMO type games were first being introduced. And I feel like the initial launch um, content like the trailers and whatnot didn't accurately represent the final product. Oh no, not at all. Yeah, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, Joey, because you fall into this boat too. Yep. We've talked about this. And I'm not sure if that's on me a little nope. bit for not being... Okay, I, okay, maybe not. It probably isn't. Nope. But uh, <laughs> I wasn't familiar with like that type of game. But I really do feel like I was misled by the marketing material for the game. 100%. Bad. They they burned a lot of like people on what they said that game would be versus what it actually mm -hmm. was, and then yeah, came came out like a lot of that game was just complete trash, and they made no immediate effort to like do right on it. It took them well over a year to try and get that game right. And now you'll mm -hmm. hear people like, "Oh, it's so much better! It's so much better! It's, it's everything it's the they said." And it was like, well. Yeah, they had their chance. Like, yeah, they burned me, though, yeah, already. And there's yeah, no going back. F that game, too. I'm right in the same boat as you. It's, it sounds like how No Man's Sky came out, ooh, and everyone was expecting No this. Man's Sky literally caught and lawsuits. And it wasn't. Over their misleading. <laughs> like, yeah, that was a bad deal. It for was. <laughs> but it, I think that was also Sony's fault, partly. Because, you know, they, they saw it. They were like, yeah. This is going to be great. This needs to be in our lineup. This needs to be at E3. We need to show this off. And they did that. And then everybody's like, oh, yeah. And Sony made it seem like it was so much better than it actually was. Right. They were too good at their job. And it was even like even the studio, they were like, you know, like you need to curb your expectations a little bit. Like, yeah, you can do some of these things, but it's not going to be to the extent that you believe that it's going to be, especially like co-op. Or right. not well multiplayer. He's like, yeah, the other people are in the universe, but the universe is the size of the universe, so the chances mm -hmm. of you ever seeing another person are slim to none. <laughs> you right. know? Yeah. So it's like, don't go in expecting to be able to play with your friends, 
And uh, now, just like you were saying, a year later, that's about to launch on Xbox with four-person cooperative yeah, multiplayer. It's getting multiplayer. And it's like too little too late. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Same same situation, I feel like. Yeah. Division was trash. Screw <laughs> yep. Destiny. So, okay, that brings me to my next one. Destiny. Destiny. So I really, really thoroughly disliked Destiny. I played so much Destiny when it was first out, and I had like all the DLC. I'm talking about the first one. The second mm-hmm. one, I'm I'm not even gonna touch on that. But I I love the concept of Destiny. I respect Bungie. Obviously, they created Halo, so you know they've got that that much love from me. But I, I like the concept of it, the story design of it. But the problem was the story was not the focus of the game. It became run through the story as quickly as possible, gain all this experience that's essentially going to be meaningless right. once you hit max <laughs> level, and then grind your life away trying to obtain these engrams that you're going to take to this guy to decode, and then you're probably going to end up with a duplicate item of something you already have and not the thing you're actually chasing. Ugh, so right. then it's back into the fields again to face the same enemies spawning in the same spot on the same maps over and over and over and over and over. Just to get a piece of loot for literally yeah. no reason. Just to for redo what? the content you've already done a million times. I will, it make any sense. Already. I will say Makes that... No that was one of those games where, yeah, like it, it was pretty bad. I um, I actually owned it twice, and the first time I got it, I played through up until I got like basically beat the game. Like got to the point where you had to have the, you know, where you had to increase your light level with your armor. Yeah. And sold it because everybody I played it with quit playing it already because they had already gone through that entire grind process. But I didn't have time, so. So I was kind of uh, without a paddle on that one, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then, uh, yeah, I went and picked it up again after they released all the DLC for it, or they released the super mega ultra edition that you have to pay <laughs> $60 for for a second time now. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I ended up playing it. I, I grinded my way straight up to level 30. I will give it that the raids were kind of fun a few times, but after you do it, that's all. That's it. You don't. You don't need to be doing that every every day. The raids were fun. Night. Let me tell you about the raids in Destiny Two. <laughs> oh wait, I can't because I didn't buy the expansion, and now I can't do them. Yep, I didn't even. You got locked it. out. I didn't buy it. I I put enough time into the first one, and was disappointed with the first one. It just. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a cure for boredom, but that was that was all it was. It was just a constant grind for better armor, better guns, or whatever, and there was nothing. I still don't know what the hell the story was. It was like, I it's got... pretty convoluted in the I first got one. a piece here, mm-hmm. and a piece here, and there's this guy, and he wants to destroy the universe, or whatever he's doing, but yep. that's well, like pretty much all I got. It's just like doing. Blake yeah. said, though, like you were almost encouraged... To just race through the story and that's not how i liked playing games and as yeah. i had i had this problem too with diablo 3 like i was really late to that train but got it on pc and that's cody was like you know i hopped in with cody and he's oh we're just gonna rush you to max level and we'll get through and do yeah. the end. and i was like no i want to play this story and like know the game i'm playing you know like once i've experienced it once sure we'll rush through it but like destiny was that way you were encouraged because the game didn't even really begin 
until you hit max level and like ended the campaign because right yeah like like said 20 minutes later like anytime you'd find a piece of armor you thought was good like 20 minutes later like just dismantle it it's garbage it's garbage (laughs) i tell you that's i mean that's i played through um diablo 3 reaper of souls expansion with eli Shermer and guest of the show uh and we finished the core game and went, oh, yeah. And then there was more game, and we went, ah. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Diablo, I wanted to be done a long time ago. Diablo, well, Diablo 3, at least, was, like, the ultimate grind game. And it wasn't Yo, really man. even, I don't know. Like, the first time you played through it, and the art and the, the story in it is really mm-hmm. nice. Like, it's really aesthetically pleasing, and... I like the lore of Diablo, but it was, I think the first, I guess there's only been two before that, but it was the first one without the original team. You know, they Mm -hmm. had another team at Blizzard making it, and it was, I remember when it first came out, one of the, um, one of the designers called the, one of the the original creator a loser on Twitter. And they had like a ton of backlash for that, and I, I, I don't remember what came out of it, but yeah i mean like they were just not the team that should have made the next installment of diablo and it sucks to have Mm -hmm. your work like you know degraded but at the same time like you you were not the person who came up with that so what makes you Mm -hmm. think that you can create something to the standard that the original was made to you know it was a cool story and concept you know but but, grindy end game oh man I didn't just, even. That's another thing too. End. It's like these days we just have like, I guess shoved at your wallets, these like huge experiences that just you know, it's almost like the core loop is just to hours and hours of grind and then like paid loot boxes, and it's more about like getting people to spend more time in the game to spend more money on your game than it is to give them a quality written game. And I just have zero interest in that trash these days. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't need 90 hours out of a game. Like, give me a game I want to play, not a game that halfway through it, I'm like, okay, I've seen everything this game has to offer. Like, I could either continue to do the same thing for the next 30 hours or, like, I'll play the next thing. And Yeah, I'm, I'm just pushing through at this right. point. That's why my I'm desktop... I'm not going to let this game beat me. Yeah, that's why my <laughs> desktop is filled with a ton of icons of games that, like, I will probably never open again because it's like, man. Mm-hmm. Eh, had my fun. Not interested. Yeah. Well, you touched on something else I wanted to talk about with uh, Battlefield specifically, the new one, but it's something that I think uh, kind of signals a shift in the thought process on loot boxes mm-hmm. because they say um, Battlefield Five will have no loot boxes either, even though it's having all its post content uh, for free for all players. Um they've introduced this new cosmetic system like your character in battlefield 5 is actually completely customizable which i think is cool like mm, really like race skin color like hair facial hair that's cool everything is unique and you can use them in multiplayer and co-op but you can, can also Khajiit. <laughs> Khajiit has mg42 if you have coin <laughs> if you have coin uh, Khajiit has ammo if you have coin <laughs> so the, yeah, they have this thing called companies, and it's going to be like uh, really 
cosmetically customizable as That's far as like cool. your your vehicles, your own personal gear. Like the only thing you'll be able to purchase is cosmetics in the new battlefield instead of loot boxes. That I, I don't know. That's still kind of dumb. I don't know. Like it, that any anything. Yeah, but it doesn't like, affect me. Is the thing. Yeah, it does affect me. <laughs> Isn't that the root of human suffering right there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's no suffering here. It's just the dumbasses that want to spend a hundred dollars on a leather jacket can do so, uh, and I get all my post game content for free. Got to get that PUBG uh, cowboy hat. That's right. Well, I think a lot of games are going to have to make that shift. Have you guys been following up or heard anything? Like, a lot of these games with, like, loot boxes are being barred as illegal now, like, in the yeah. Euro market. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, Belgium. We're like, nope. Belgium just <laughs> told, like, of all games, Belgium just claimed, I'm pretty sure it was Belgium, Dota 2 illegal. And it's like, that's the biggest game in the world. Europe's, like... Europe's getting pretty aggressive. I'm like really digging the way that Europe's getting really aggressive with some of these companies, like uh, the tech companies and the game companies, and just the way that they're like managing their content and what they can, you know, do or offer, I guess, to their users. Because, I mean, some of it's stupid. Like the loot box thing is really dumb. And they have this like GPRD thing going in now where it's they have to, you know, cleanse a user, user's data from whatever you like know, their servers yeah to make sure sh- you know make sure that have you guys been receiving like a hundred privacy oh, policy update emails yeah. <laughs> so from everywhere from everywhere yeah. oh everywhere, man all the time hey, just to let you know the law is changing in another country and we have to tell you because the internet is everywhere <laughs> i was in a yeah i was on a project um a couple weeks or well just I just left it like two months ago, but the uh, probably not legally at liberty to discuss what it was at this point, but they um, were all about that because it was for Europe and it was like they were talking about it. I mean, the law is not even in effect yet, but they were talking about it then. Like, we have to have this because this is happening here soon and we can't risk anything. Uh, So... My games. Your games. I got, I got, you know, we were talking about time and about how that experience is such a big deal and having the time to be able to do it. Uh, I think that is why the, my list was so small. <laughs> yeah. But there, there were two that came to mind and it was Watch Dogs 2 and GTA 5. Mm hmm. And I played them right with each other. Like I played GTA five right after Watch Dogs two and they just they complemented each other so well hmm. that in my mind, it's almost one entire experience. You know, I, I huh. played Watch Dogs two, which everything that I wanted from Watch Dogs one. I just. Oh, man, it was so much better. It was the first so one. much. It was better. crazy. The 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 integration of online and single player was so seamless to me oh oh man somebody you know you're you're doing a mission and you get into a critical place and then all of a sudden somebody's hacking you and you're like oh man like it just (laughs) it just pumps that adrenaline even more and it's oh man it was the the online play with that was 
It was like an ice cream sundae. It was just, oh man, you I know just what, enjoyed it so much. You know what the first thing I did when I started that game? Turn off online. Turn off the online. <laughs> oh man, shouldn't have done that. Man, should have left it on. Oh, yeah, it adds an edge. It is, and it's so good. And you do that to other people. Like I, I had so much fun. You, you know, joining somebody else's uh, server that they were on, and then. <laughs> you uh you have whatever car that you grabbed that you were in uh if you know if you take one with you and there is a very specific car that is a part of the game like the storyline that they've tricked out with all these decals and it says dead sec oh, across like the, the lights front. and stuff yeah yeah i <laughs> i would take that car <laughs> the most noticeable car in the game <laughs> and just park and hack people so that when people would come by they would stop and be like what like, are you what kidding are you me even doing? And you're not I'd even trying honk my horn and drive off <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's pretty good it was, it was beautiful I, I don't think that I have seen a uh setup and delivery of expectations in a video game that has gone as well as that did for me huh okay yeah that was it was exactly what i expected it to be man now you got me thinking about that yeah, yeah. Where, where that applies oh i i i know what it is i know what it okay. is because it's actually the last game on my list look Perfect. how that worked out <laughs> um Mother f***ing Deus Ex. How many times have Deus I talked Ex. about Deus Ex? Oh, all the time. Oh, man. Uh, Human on, Revolution. On off. Yeah, I know. Human Revolution and Mankind Divided. In my mind, two halves of the same game. Like, they mm -hmm. play, they flow right into the next. And, man. Love them both. Like, yeah. Deus Ex is... It goes Halo, Horizon, Deus Ex. <laughs> it's on my it's, list. You got me hooked. And, uh, yeah, I actually bought it for Joey. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, dude, it's like you gotta play. You're playing it. this, and uh, You're playing I was doing that playthrough of Mafia 2, but now that I've beat that, like I'm hopping back on Deus Ex because that night you sent it to me and I hopped on. I like ended up staying up till like three in the morning. I just couldn't get enough. That game is so oh. good. I think it's... Human Revolution is a little. Oh, I, I personally enjoyed that one a little more. Mankind Divided is great. Don't get me wrong. I I, I love that one too, but I think Human I'm, Revolution I'm has the edge for me. I, I'm with you. It's got a little bit of an edge. Well, so it, far. It, in my mind, it's not much, but it definitely does. My little time spent in it, it seems to me to have like the right amount of side content. It's like, yeah. it's never too much to overwhelm the main story where you have like that Witcher 3 aspect where you're like 10 hours in and you're like, Oh, I've only done two main missions. <laughs> and it's just like I find them being like on my way. And then that's a game where, remember, Blake, I actually messaged you this the first night. I was like, hey, is this a game where like I should be reading all these computer hacks and like paying attention to the side stuff? And you were like, mm -hmm. it's not necessary, but if you do, like the world it creates will make more sense. So mm -hmm. it is mm -hmm. like just the perfect amount of side content for me to like understand a little more of what's going on and not feel like it's taken away from the main story. I probably have like five or six hours in that game so far and like it is next on my list to play through because it is good. 
It's so good, and it, it's one game that uh, really rewards exploration. Yeah. Like, a lot of games, you know, you'll just go off and be like, oh, I wonder if I can get here, and you'll, like, do, like, a little Skyrim jump up to somewhere you're not supposed to be. <laughs> use use yeah. the horse up the side of the mountain. Yeah, and just, like, get up there, and then there's there's nothing there. But then in Deus Ex, there's something there. There's going to be, yeah, like, nice. a little piece of lore or, like, a cool gun or whatever. But then you can also, like, my game was different than Matt's game, which is different than Joey's game. We all pl are going to play it a little bit different. Right. And the game always caters to your play style, oh, no matter man. if you're kicking down the front door or if you're sneaking in through the air vent. Like, it, you have so many different ways you can approach yeah. a situation. I love games and, That like sounds that. so good. That's why I like Dishonored so much. Oh, yeah. dude. The I played through one, that so good. Uh, the, the second one didn't get me. Like, it, yeah. it, and I think it was the story. Like, the gameplay was identical, pretty it much. It was the same game, just a little more polished. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, like, the... Was the the Outlander... Was that his name? Um, or the outsider. In, it was oh, one in of the outsider. Two? Yeah. yeah. He he seemed a bit more driven by motive in the second one, which I didn't like, because in the first okay. one it was like really, um, it was just like this dude shows up and he's like, I'm interested in this situation. He's just kind of like this little, like God. He's just of like chaos. ambiguous. Yeah. He's just mm -hmm. he doesn't take sides. He's just there and he's just doing his thing. Like he's a bit mischievous. He just gives you these powers. He's like. Here you go. I'm gonna see what happens. And the second one, he's very <laughs> clearly choosing sides. Like it's not, it, it's not like as yeah, like you said, it's not as ambiguous. It's not as you know mysterious. And they kind of, um, I think they kind of jumped the shark with it a little bit. Like it that seemed just had... a little cliche and just not really like. I it took a lot of the story elements of the first one that I really loved and it just it kind sure. of like got rid of that but it offers so much possibility that's I know kind of not really spoilery and that game's old anyway but I know by time I got to the last mission on the first Dishonored it was like red alert maximum security because like <laughs> I would try so hard to play stealthily and then like it would always go bad so like halfway through that game I was like okay everybody dies and everybody <laughs> dies it was but there was always that like you could stay to the shadows or you could be you know kind of middle ground or just like full-blown aggressive it's just caters to your play style I, mm -hmm. I beat that in a Saturday one time and it took me like between like eight and ten hours to play through the whole thing so it was like an entire day i sat there and played that game played through the entire game and thought that i had gone through without setting off a single alarm without killing anyone there's like a huge achievement like, for that too yeah i went through the whole thing and in the very very first mission where you escape from prison one of the guards had like followed me out or something and glitched and it had killed him and it counted as a kill oh, toward me so no. i played the whole game and every mission it would show like you know how it would check it was like no alarms or right. like, no kills mm -hmm. or whatever so every mission i played it was checked and i thought i was in the clear and i got to the end and i got the no alarms one but it said uh one kill it said i'd kill yeah i'd had one kill and it was in that very very first mission so like an entire day went by. I played this whole game. And I didn't realize it till the end. I was so. Have you mad. guys had glitches ruin a game like that before? 
Um, I've hit a couple like <laughs> game breaking bugs. Yeah. Uh, Does PUBG count? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ruined my life. Anytime I'm on a uh, motorcycle, motorcycle, stunt bike, just smash into something that's not there. <laughs> Whoa! You ramp something oh and it's just any little divot flailing. in the road, just like bam, like head to the concrete. Dead. Yep. I keep talking about this game just because it's the most recent one I've played through, but I had a couple. First of all, I had issues with my computer being a little too modern for Mafia 2. Okay. Uh, anytime I wanted to boot it up, I'd have to dumb down a lot of stuff for it to like run smoothly. And then mm-hmm. uh, a couple times, like towards the end game, the uh, chapters, if you will, got like significantly longer to try and draw out the end of the game. But I would get like to the end of a chapter and it's like you know you're supposed to go to this place and like knock on the door well like i'd get there and like the door wouldn't like the light would be on but like you couldn't interact with it and i'd you know do a quick google search or switch through steam and it would be uh like oh yeah that happens like you just have to start the chapter over again so yeah so i guess long story short there'd be several times where i would lose like almost an hour's worth of gameplay and have to like restart it all over again and it'd be like i don't i'm getting to the point where like i really want to see the ending of this game but i like don't know if i care that much anymore and (laughs) to play through that hour again yeah Mm -hmm. like three times so if you check my steam it says i have like 18 hours in that game it should be like 14 so (laughs) yeah i've I've experienced that same thing where you gotta dumb games down or dumb your settings down to yeah. get games to run. I was real mm-hmm. confused. That game was freaking out the first time I tried to boot it up. And I was like, if my computer can't run this, like I'm throwing it out the window right now. <laughs> <laughs> what was all it what was all of it for? Yeah. Can't play Mafia 2. Must have been the wind. <laughs> Must have been the wind. <laughs> Must Man, all this talk things. is making me want to go play single player games. All right, so let's not hang out tonight and let's all go play our own games. <laughs> let's all hang out in the same Discord channel and play our own oh, single See, that doesn't games. work for me too because I've had days where like, <laughs> you know, people, they hop on and it's like I'm thinking about getting in the Discord just to talk to somebody. But it's like if I'm yeah. playing a good single player game, like the last thing I need to be having is a conversation. Like I'm yeah. trying to hear what's going on in my game. Yes, yeah, the thing that one, I, I've seen it on Twitch a few times. <laughs> but a uh, thing that I've seen that's really cool is when people do like group speed runs of like Mario 64. Dude, speed and, runs like, are insane. It gets it's like down to the wire for a couple of them. And it's it's awesome. That's really cool. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be intense. Yeah. I do love Mario 64. I want Odyssey real bad. Isn't it possible yeah. to beat like the first Donkey Kong on Super Nintendo in like 28 seconds or something dumb? Probably. Like it's probably one of those glitches where I don't know. You get the magical skin flute. Yeah. To, to the, the end of the level. <laughs> the skin flute. You can't say that. <laughs> you know what you just described, right? Yeah. That's not what it's actually called in the game. No, but that's what it looks like. Okay, gotcha. Oh, I, I see where you're going for there. I thought that you that you were just saying a thing. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> make me a goofy. Kind of reminds me of Skin Grad from Oblivion. Skin, skin Grad. <laughs> and we've come full uh, circle. No, full circle, right back around, and fade out. <laughs> Straight into oh, the outro. Man. Music.
Man, does anybody else have one they uh, want to touch on? Uh, I'll, I'll touch on GTA 5 a little bit. Ooh. Did you guys play through that? Oh, yes. I love that game, yeah. Uh, I have, so like, good. probably 100 hours of You want online, full disclosure? Let's see. I have never played GTA 5. What? You're missing out, uh, man. Outrage. Outrage. Faux <laughs> outrage. I, I feel like I've just lifted a burden saying it. I have uh, always wanted to. I had to get it off your chest. I didn't get in while the getting was new. And then something <laughs> about paying $60 for a game that's like six years old. Just yeah, like. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, no, that's so not, worth it. It's I gotta so wait for that thing to go on sale. I haven't bought it on PC. I've played it on 360. I see I it go on get sale. It for a cool 30 bucks right yeah, now. Yeah, I see it go on sale for like 25, 30 it's still bucks. Too much. And I'm like, do I want to play it? Because that's a game like, and it's prime. Everybody was all about it. But now, yeah. I think you'd be like hard pressed to like get enjoyment out of the multiplayer with friends at I least. Don't even, I don't even care about the multiplayer oh, anymore. Well, then go on. Is the story that good? Story. I, I no enjoyed. Good. I, I enjoyed the story. Time. It gave you, it gave you heist. You know, it 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 was choice based towards the end there, depending on which missions you decided to fulfill with which character. The character switching, I ne I, I was like, there's no way this is gonna work and feel good. It was, it was it perfect. Was good. It was really good. Yeah. Like you you'd be playing as Trevor and Trevor and and I think somebody broke it down as each character. Um, uh, represented a different um, player playstyle. So, like, uh, let me not talk on that. Speculate. Back. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like uh, different facets of mentality as well, right? Like Trevor's chaos, and then. That's, yeah, that's the uh, thing. Okay. That's what you're talking about. Um, well, who were the three characters? There was Trevor, Franklin, and Michael. Franklin and Michael. Franklin's so, my favorite. Franklin is the player who wants to, like, you know, go through all the missions and move up in the ranks and, you know, and, and knock things out. And, um, Michael is the like experienced player who wants to see all the detail and just kind of like <laughs> do yoga in the backyard because that's an <laughs> option that you can do. And, and Trevor is the chaotic, you know, the way that everybody devolves to eventually. Wild card. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And every time you switch to Trevor, he is coming out of some insane situation <laughs> that you just have to fill in. Yep. Like waking up on the train tracks with no clothes on or yep. my, my yep. favorite was waking up on an uh waking up on a remote island surrounded by dead guards with beer bottles all around him and there was just a single jet ski. And, he, and it's uh, it's that attention to detail in that game. That somebody somebody thought, hey, you know what would be great? What would be a nice little cherry on the top here is if when we come back, you know, Trev, <laughs> we we come back to Michael and he's he's waltzing out of a movie that he just finished. All right, yeah, that's cool. We we come come to Franklin and he's he's leaving his mom's house. All right, yeah, cool. We <laughs> we come back to Trevor. <laughs> And he's screaming at a baby on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, right on. <laughs> Dead on. Dead on. Really driving home the, mm -hmm. the characters, characterization, the insanity. and the 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 detail for uh, when you when you're driving Route One on that, and if yeah. you actually drive Route One out in California, like there we went out for a wedding 
the the summer after I finished that game, and we drove Route One, and I I was walk, looking out, I was like, hey. <laughs> That's that's Michael's therapist's house. I've been here. <laughs> it's it's so close. It's you feel like you're there. You feel like you're there in the game. You know, you feel like you're in California while you're in the game. It's awesome. I'm buying Grand Theft Auto Five now. Whatever. I know. I, I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to go on sale. Don't bother with the multiplayer. But yeah, you'd be better off waiting until it goes on. Waiting sale. for the summer sale. It's summer not going anywhere. So is it? Uh, does anybody here? Own it multi console. I own it through it on, I'm gonna get it for PC. Is, I don't have it on, it on Xbox One. Oh, do you uh, reckon it would be better on PC than it is on Xbox? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah everything's better on PC. Next question. <laughs> Next that's, question. That's my. That's the thing. That's that's why I'm so drawn to get it on PC now. Is because it was November something. I don't remember if it was this previous year, or the year before. They re allowed mods for the single player game because uh, mm -hmm. if you i mean if you use mods for the multiplayer right that's not, that's not gonna come on yeah <laughs> while we're but on that uh, was that while, was their argument in while, the first place while we're on this topic of gta 5 red dead redemption comes out oh my gosh in, red in dead a little 2? less than uh five months now yes i'm hopping that yeah. i started to play it on 360 and if 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 i get it on PC, uh, I'll, I'll actually go through and play through it all the way through, I would say. I don't think it's even yep. getting a PC release. I think it's just going to console. It is. Red Dead it 2. Is getting yeah, PC, it's coming but I think PC. it's well, I'm, I'm a PC, later I'm meaning Slightly Red delayed. Dead 1. Well, what they need probably... to do to boost sales is they need to roll out PC Red Dead 1 and like include it with the buy. Like If you buy Red Dead 2, you get the first one on PC with it, and then just enjoy <laughs> just enjoy just enjoy, enjoy. that was a the fun thing game. i hated about red dead was the controls so really? if i can custom oh yeah i just they were a little bit clunky yeah they weren't and, and gta I, 5 level yet i i had gotten out of it i or i had gotten i think we talked about on the show before i played through gun <laughs> instead oh man <laughs> yeah thinking why it was I, yeah why red, red dead initially and then, you know, come late, late 360, probably beginning Xbox One, I, I got Red Dead Redemption and I started to play it on 360 and it just wasn't happening. Wasn't up to par for what was current for the time. Fair enough. I'll probably go, I'll probably get that one on X-Bone. X-Bone? Really? On the X-Bone, yeah. I'll tell you this, I'm making you this promise. The audience and you guys right now if they announce the master chief collection on pc at e3 like i think they're going to selling my xbox no reason to have it throw it out yeah forget that never thought never thought that would ever happen i never like i have no reason to keep it if halo's on pc i never like, thought i'd regret the having the scorpio edition because like i kind of want to just get rid of it now but just keep it yeah oh You'll yeah i'm not getting rid of it no not a chance but it i just, think that thing will be super super collectible yeah, oh yeah for sure oh yeah shit they were going yeah. for like the day they came yeah. out they were going for like a thousand dollars on ebay but yeah. anyway <laughs> do you remember when uh ps4 or xbox 360 launched and they had like that mega shortage yes for like the first yes month, like, oh yeah six months or whatever dude you could was not get an xbox 360 to find one they were on ebay for like crazy amounts of oh money. my god and then the ps3s 
they launched at like a ridiculous price. I know the big gig one was like seven hundred bucks retail when it first came out, Ooh. and people were that was people, another oh man. What that was another really stupid Ooh. thing about that because that was when they first did the get this one. It actually has like a hard drive that's worth yeah. having on yeah. it, and then there's this yeah. other crappy one that you're gonna have to buy all the other peripherals for anyway. So why like it it uh, it's a cash grab, but it's a dumb. Yeah, like, or you could buy one on eBay when they came out for like fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah, fourteen hundo. Yeah. Well, at least the three sixty had the clip in removable hard drive on top. Yeah, yeah. The PS three did not have that going for it. Um, but like. It was only like a hundred dollar difference, right? And the hard drives were pretty expensive too. Yeah, and they had the it was mem- like five hundred gigs, I think, was the big one. And they had the memory cards, like yeah. the like at first, and that went. They were like, that went no, away when the slim came out. That. They just ditched that completely. <laughs> we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I feel like peripherals though, for probably both consoles have gotten much slimmer. But what about like, that connect, dog? Oh, it's, it's dead. It's, it's dead. Gone. It's in the dirt. Yes. Connect is dead in the water. They have announced no longer developing for it on any platform. That was kind of like a zeitgeist, like the motion sensor, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, like, then VR came out, and it's just like almost cares? the same experience, yeah. but better, you yeah. know? Yeah, but these well, like, days, the, what is like, VR? Yeah, PlayStation had like the um, the, move. You, the move. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Th- then they like kill that off, and they kind of brought it back with the with the VR. Yeah, a- Xbox yeah. had the Connect. The Wii just the Wii was. Yeah. I think the Wii was like one of the best at selling Nintendo consoles ever. I think it was one of the best selling consoles period of all time. Yeah, you can still see the Wii tech like in the Switch. You know, yeah. like the the motion controls the within the tablet yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah like. You can see how it's evolved, but it's not the same form it was when mm-hmm. it was initially released. Wouldn't know. Yeah. Some of us peasants don't have switches yet. <laughs> you know, Nintendo. You can look at pictures of them online. <laughs> I, I, I will Put give Nintendo out. that, like, on the hardware front, they are without a doubt the most innovative company. And I was not. Oh sure. I was not super sold on the Switch when they when I first saw it introduced. I was like, "Ah, oh, it's another Wii U," yeah. and um, no, but it's brilliant. It's a 1080p console that has a bare bones base. There's nothing like to it at all, and then yep. you can just pop it out and put controllers on the side of it and take it with you like it's a like a giant DS or something. Like it's awesome. Like, it what gives if, you AAA experience on the go. Yeah, I can play Dark Souls. Which, speaking of, I'm also mad that that got delayed. But uh, <laughs> I, I assure you, the second it comes out, it's gonna be mm-hmm. on my Switch, and I'm gonna be playing Dark Souls on the go. <laughs> they need yeah, more man. original IP, though. They do. I yeah, that is the one complaint. Everything I have. is everything has been ports, and like it's good because I'm like, oh yeah, that's a great game to play on the Switch. But yeah, there's. Yeah, they, I'm ready for it, Pokemon. Yeah, and give me that Pokemon yes. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm hoping I'm for, for a really really big Nintendo event at E3 this year. Oh yeah, I think like, they may have already started talking about what they're bringing. I hope they just yeah. come out and they're just like, new Metroid Prime. We're doing another Zelda because 
Breath of the Wild wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it again. We're going to do it again and top that one. This one, this one, he goes, he goes back in time before he was put to sleep and changes the entire course of history. In this like, one, you know, in classic Zelda fashion, you go back into the Ocarina of Time universe. Yep. And then you just play that entire <laughs> game. Link, wait. <laughs> I play that. <laughs> there is a Yoshi game coming out. There is. There is. There is was a Kirby game yarn. announced last year, but I Octopath think that it Traveler. ended up coming out already. I think Oops. it did, yeah. I hear it's really difficult. The new Kirby. The game. Kirby? I didn't think so. I actually had it. Did you? Oh wait, you told me about that. You said it's great to play with kids, right? Or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't very difficult. I I had that same complaint about the last Mario though. So, yeah, take it with what you will. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Like I the. I don't know the concept of it. The mechanics of it were good. They were all like classic, but it just wasn't super challenging. And with Mario, like I am old school Mario, so I want a Mario game that I have to play the same thing over like eighty five times just to get one you know thing, and it was pretty broad too. Like there were hundreds and hundreds, like just tons of the stars or whatever that you could get mm-hmm. in each map, mm-hmm. and um, in a sense, it was like almost too much, but they were just like handed them out. It was like, oh yeah, here's one, here's one, here's one. It wasn't like, <laughs> like Mario sixty four or something where there's you know five stars per level, but they're all like pretty difficult to get. Like you have to play through a couple times, a couple tries to get them. Mm-hmm. So, you know what's funny is uh, today. Today would have been the perfect time for me to play any of the single player games in my backlog because my internet was out for like seven hours and I was off today. And instead I was <laughs> <laughs> instead I sat on the couch in the dark and watched uh, videos of this guy taste testing vintage MREs on YouTube. Yeah. I watched oh, one yeah, of those man. at work today. Oh, I was man. like, Blake Oh, this is gross. Me. Dude, was, he ate 120 year old beef in the one I watched yesterday. No, oh, oh man, he's yeah. so he's so soothing. <laughs> he he is. It's like let's oh, get man. let's get this out on a tray. Nice. He's like the he's like the Bob Ross of MRE. He <laughs> is. <laughs> he absolutely is. Let's oh get man, this now, on a tray. Now this is nice. Great. Oh man, look at these just wholesome wholesome biscuits. Just check out oh, these. Man. They're crackers. That's what it was. Look at these wholesome what... crackers. Mmm, man. Oh man, is that? <laughs> oh man, what did he call it? He talked about the nuts being rancid. Oh yeah. man, rancid. Oh, <laughs> Just man. the way that he says things cracks that's, me up. Uh, that's really that's kind of a disappointment. Um, <laughs> it's a disappointment, but that's okay. And you know what I'm finding out? The more of those videos I watched, I think the guy used to be a smoker. Because he gets yeah. real jazzed when he finds a good pack of cigarettes in one of those yeah. things that he can smoke. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh man, this, look, these That's perfect camel soft pack, it's completely full, they're not stale. Oh, man, those I can't wait to smoke really well. That's those incredible well. that they're not stale after all that time. Yep. I know. It's all air sealed, you know. It's crazy. Yeah, the stuff that he finds and is willing to eat, like, it's nuts. What was, what was, the, what was the oldest one you saw? It was a uh, a British 
it was a British um, survival MRE for their Navy from 1899. 1899. And that was the beef that he ate. It had like some kind of compressed beef. And some kind of crackers. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. His, it was weird. His YouTube name is Steve1989MREinfo. Yep. And he, he always, he, he signs off the same way every time, too. Well, this has been Steve1989. I'll see you guys next time for something new or old. Or old. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Every time. So or that's no, what I did instead of playing single player games while my internet was down. Yep. And that sounds like a good day to me. It's dude, good. I had to do prep. I did prep at work all day and I was mm-hmm. locked in the basement doing it and I just had my phone set up watching those videos for <laughs> yep. hours. Just couldn't yep. stop. Couldn't stop watching them. I actually got a data notification on my phone <laughs> saying, Uh-oh. Ah, uh, no. Saying that I <laughs> would have reached my limit. that's where we got to end it today guys so uh what did you think about our opinions uh did you like it did you hate it do you have something to say are we wrong you know what tell us about games that you've finished games that you haven't or and why on either account uh come and join us in our discord uh, the link will be found in the description of the episode we have a huge community growing there we're close to 80 members maybe even more at this point so Jump in, join the discussion, and uh, who knows, maybe you'll end up on an episode. Got to give a quick shout-out again to uh, Matthew for being our guest this week, and another shout-out to Mr. Joey Trowbridge. Uh, We announced last week that he is our official third full-time podcast host, so get used to hearing Joey every couple weeks now. I also want to take a second to give a quick shout-out to our bit-by-bit stream team, uh, Average Zach, Tit Finley, and Maniacal Loom. You can find them on Twitch, playing all kinds of different games from PUBG to Rainbow Six Siege, Sea of Thieves, Overwatch, uh, even uh, Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. Uh, Yeah, Katie plays a lot of that. So hop on there, support those guys. Uh, They're entertaining. Just engage with them. They're there for you, you know. Just get on there and really uh, just hang out. Just become a part of the community. I gotta thank our guy Jazar for all the music provided for this episode. You can check him out on betterwithmusic.com, and the copyright code for that is ccby-sa. We hope you guys will stick around with us. We'll be back at you in another two weeks with some more great content. So, yeah, until then, try and get out there and finish a game. Go finish a game. See you guys. Rippity raptastic, you rap scallion. Closer. Take Peter Piker. Peter Pickle. Papa. Suckers. You're going to want to go ahead and edit that out.